0: Welcome to the Subbox Startup Challenge, where I'm taking you on a five-day sprint to fast track your subscription box business success. Each episode includes actionable activities to kickstart your business with real stories and examples from my five-plus years as a subscription box owner. Hey, I'm Jessica Principe. I started my Subbox business from my kitchen table in 2016 with a dream in my heart and two kids at my feet. Fast forward to today and my business serves thousands of women each month. It has completely changed my life and I can't wait to show you how you can do the same. So grab a notebook and a pen because we've got work to do. Welcome back to the Subbox Startup Challenge where we're kickstarting your subscription box business in a five day sprint. We are almost through our sprint together and one of the topics I wanted to make sure that we covered in this series is all about pricing, margins, and how to actually make money with this business model because you're starting this business to make money. You don't need an extra hobby and a business that doesn't make you money is just a fancy hobby. This type of business would also be a pretty expensive hobby, so I'm hoping that we're on the same page and that you're looking to make this a profitable business for yourself. Let me preface this episode by saying this is not a get rich quick kind of thing. There are no overnight successes or instant millionaires being made by launching a subscription box business. It's a fabulous business model because of the recurring revenue and how it can be such a creative outlet for those of us who are true creatives. But because we're talking about having physical products and buying inventory, it's so important that you have a handle on your margins right from the jump. Margins in the subbox industry are a little bit slimmer than margins in other industries like service-based businesses, you know, digital products, or even sometimes slimmer than those in just regular e-commerce. We make up for having a lower margin because of the recurring revenue. We don't have to keep paying advertising costs over and over again to sell to the same person. It's automated, so therefore we have a higher customer lifetime value than an e-commerce store. But we still want to always be aiming to improve our margins because even pennies count in the big picture. When you're first starting, you want to aim for nothing less than a 35% profit margin on each box that goes out the door. When you're calculating your profit margin, you're going to need to get real comfy with your margin spreadsheet. This can be something you make in Excel or Google Sheets where you list out all of the costs that will go into packing and shipping one box and then subtracting the cost from the total price that you're going to charge your customer for the box. The difference is your profit. So those are the profit dollars that you have to use to pay yourself, to invest in the business, and to cover your operating and marketing expenses. As you grow, your profit margin will grow because you'll be able to negotiate better prices on your products, and you'll be able to buy some of your packing materials in higher quantities, so the price will go down as you're buying greater amounts. Like boxes, for example. It costs more per box when you're buying 50 at a time versus when you're buying 500 at a time. The cost per box will go down with a higher quantity. Before you create your margin spreadsheet, though, we need to talk about how much it costs to buy products. If you were to go to the store and buy a bunch of products to put into your box you'd never be able to make any money if you buy products from the store you're paying a retail price your customers are going to expect a greater than retail value for your box I'll go into more detail about that in just a second in order to make sure that you can make money on your box you need to buy your products at a price that's lower than retail most products can be purchased wholesale Wholesale pricing is the price that brands offer when they're selling to other businesses who wish to sell their products retail or to sell their products for a profit. A general wholesale price is 50% off of the retail price. So for example, if you see a body lotion in a store that you love and it retails in the store for $10, you can expect to pay about $5, which is 50% off of retail, as the wholesale price from the brand or manufacturer directly. So when you're creating your margin spreadsheet and you're estimating your product budget, keep that wholesale cost in mind. Now, some brands will sell products to you at lower than wholesale prices, and you can sometimes buy products directly from manufacturers or distributors at closer to cost pricing, which is what it actually costs to produce the product. Overall though, when you're first getting started, plan to buy your products at about 50% off of retail and use that as your estimate on your margin spreadsheet. So now you know how to calculate your margins, you may be wondering, So what should I charge for my box? Unfortunately, there's not a recommended price point that works across all the boards because it depends on so many factors. The two biggest factors being your margins and your niche. The number one thing is that you wanna make sure whatever price you're backing into, it gives you room for at least a 35% profit margin. From there, I would recommend that you start by looking at other similar boxes in the space and get an idea for what they're charging and what they're including. Obviously, you don't want to base pricing solely on the competition, but it's often helpful to get an idea for what's already out there and how you can set yourself apart. Cratejoy.com is a subscription box marketplace where you'll find a lot of different types of subscription boxes. It's a great place to study competition and see what others are doing to get an idea for what your niche can command as far as pricing goes. But again, if after you've worked through your margin spreadsheet and you're comfortable with a specific price point based on margin, I wouldn't want to see you drop that price just based on competition. Your margins matter above all else. After you've thought about your price, your next question may be, well, what about shipping? Do I include shipping or do I charge that separately to my customer? This can be kind of a controversial topic, but I promise to always be transparent with you through my wins and my mistakes, so here we go. I include shipping in my box currently, and if I could do it all over again, I personally would subsidize some, so include some in the cost of the box, and charge a small shipping fee of 2 to $3, depending on how much shipping costs to my customer. The reason why is because shipping costs go up every single year, and it impacts my margins every single time it does. If I charge shipping separately, I would be able to easily say, you know, shipping rates have gone up, so we need to raise our shipping rates slightly too, and I think my customers would be totally fine with that. But since I've baked the whole cost of shipping into the cost of their subscription, if I raise the price, I'm raising the price of the subscription, which means in their eyes, I need to add more value. So if I could start all over, I would have covered some shipping in the price of the product and charged customers a small shipping fee as well so that I have leverage to raise it if I ever need to without having to raise the price of the product. Now, some online sellers will tell you that free shipping converts better or that more people will will be willing to make the purchase at your website when they see that shipping is included. And that might be true, but ultimately, you're a small business, you're not at scale yet, and you need to protect your margins above all else. Here's what I recommend. Do your research on what others are doing in your niche. But if you do end up charging for shipping, I would be careful about charging any more than 8 to $9 to ship domestically. I do believe that there is a shipping threshold that can hurt purchase conversions if shipping is too high. And so what I mean by that is when somebody comes to your website and they get to the checkout page and they see the shipping charge and they think it's too high, then they leave and they don't make the purchase. That's your purchase conversion. And so I do believe that there is a certain threshold that can hurt purchase conversion if shipping is too high. I'm not exactly sure what number that is but I would estimate that it's around the $8 to $9 range. And so you can always test this too after you launch. If you start out with $8 and you feel like it's not impacting conversions people are buying at a regular clip and you wanna try raising the price a little bit more, you can do that and see if that impacts your conversions. If you're in the US and you're planning to ship internationally as well, you definitely wanna charge for that separately because international shipping is very expensive. You can get an idea for what shipping costs are by going to PirateShip.com and taking a look at their free shipping calculators. Finally, when you're thinking about your margins and about pricing your box, you wanna keep in mind the cost to value for your subscribers. In general, subscription box customers do expect there to be a cost value. So what I mean by that is that the price they're paying for the box is at least break even or less. So for example, if you're giving your subscribers $40 worth of value, $40 worth of products inside the box, then you want to price it at $40 or less so that there's a value there. You wouldn't want to include $40 worth of products and then charge customers $50 or $60 because there's not that cost to value there. However, you can control this and help to shape your customers' expectations in the language you use to market the box and the channels you use to market your box. I find that when customers buy a box from a subscription marketplace like CrateJoy, they're expecting tremendous cost value. So a really low price for the box with a lot of value um, inside the box. I think that's largely due to the fact that CrateJoy markets to subscription box lovers. They are obsessed with subscription boxes and they hop from box to box. For them, it's not so much about the actual brand as it is about just trying new boxes. The other way you can kind of control this is in your marketing and how you talk about the box and the experience that you're going to give your customer. So part of the value is your time and expertise in curating the products that they wouldn't have been able to find on their own or may not have discovered as easily. You can focus on the quality of the products and how you've done all the heavy lifting for them and giving them the best of the best within your niche. I never lead with price in my marketing for this reason. We're not the most expensive subscription for shaving, but we're certainly not the cheapest because for us, the value isn't in the retail price of the products, it's in the experience as a whole and the transformation that they're getting as a result of being a subscriber. So all that to say, marketing can play a big role in how you position the value of your box so that you don't have to compromise your margins when pricing your subscription. All right, now it's time for you to go make your margin spreadsheet or sketch out the numbers so that you can ensure you'll be profitable too. You've got this and I'm totally cheering you on. See you next time. If you're ready to build a solid plan for your subscription box business and get your idea off the ground, head over to subscriptionboxessentials.com and grab my ebook packed with 16 expert chapters to guide you step-by-step in building your business foundation, carving out your concept and preparing you for pre-launch. It comes with over 20 interactive worksheets, templates, planning pages, scripts, resource lists, and so much more to give you the ultimate head start in bringing your business to life. You can save 20% when you use coupon code podcast today. That's subscriptionboxessentials.com.